0: are off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Right Wing Vegan Podcast. I am Scott and I am navigating you through the dark winter. We're here. We are certainly here if you're a YouTube creator. That is for sure. We are going to get into the latest and greatest censorship attempts from YouTube. We are going to talk about this Texas Supreme Court case because why wouldn't we? It makes all the sense in the world that we would touch on this. I think this is uh, big for the Trump team. I really do. But I also think it's big for the country, and we'll talk about why. And then we we got to talk about China; they're, they're kind of tied into all this. The CCP is tied into all of this, and we're gonna we're gonna chat about it. So those are the topics we're really gonna try and hit on today's show. Before we do, I wanna I wanna thank you for listening. If you randomly found this show, welcome. Uh, we do this Monday through Friday, typically. Typically, or uh, we try to hit it before noon. Today we're gonna be a little later than noon. I apologize, but things. Things are going on, you know, so uh, so, so we'll have that. But um, we do try and get the show up by noon. Now, also, I want to say that you can find this show on just about any podcast platform that you listen to podcasts. We are there. Please like and subscribe to the show. Share the show with other folks that you know who might be interested in what we're talking about. Because that is probably the greatest way that you can support the show. Get it out there. Um, we, we are going to need more people to share more conservative voices, uh, more more than ever. I, I said more like eight times, but it's true. You know, with with YouTube's decision. So let's get right into it, and I'm going to tie this into something that relates to the show personally. So we have a YouTube ch- channel, and you can search it at Right Wing Vegan. And we were, uh, we were, we were uh, exploring. I, I mean, heck, I'll, I'll call it what it is. We were uh, implementing. A a new uh we were we were gonna go full video starting in January. We were gonna record every episode that we do. Right now we only record audio, uh, but we were gonna record full video episodes, so you get audio and video if you wanted to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and then of course you could still find the audio podcast on Spotify, on Apple, iTunes, even though they delay our episodes. Um you can find the audio anywhere, but we were gonna do video episodes on YouTube. We were gonna do special videos for our YouTube channel, um, And then this this uh, news drops today. So basically the the news is um, YouTube has has uh, released a statement uh, essentially saying that they are going to start censoring content. They're going to remove content that calls into question the the 2020 election. And they're they're basically saying that the safe harbor date has passed. So any uh, videos that are posted that share what they call misinformation about the election, about Joe Biden uh, winning the election and about, um, you know, any fraud, uh, we're going to be removed. That's that's their policy. And uh, obviously, outrage. Many, many channels um, that discuss news, that discuss politics, that discuss just what's going on in the United States of America have you know, been discussing the the evidence of fraud that has been presented, the evidence of impropriety that has been presented, the hearings with Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis and the rest of the Trump legal team, the Supreme Court cases and and all of this is information that will now be silenced on YouTube's platform. They say they're not going to strike channels. Now, Tim Pool cleared this up. He asked and they told they, they basically said they're not going to strike channels right now. They're just going to remove the content and then send you an email. But after the inauguration day, they are going to start striking you if you if you make claims uh, to to the contrary. Now, why is this this really egregious? I mean, this is you know, there's going to be arguments and we'll we'll go through kind of those arguments and how we feel about them. But why it's really egregious is because YouTube has not only allowed but has promoted Russia hoax propaganda uh, since 2016. They, they have not removed any content that claimed that Russia interfered in our election and gave the Trump, the, the Trump team the win. They have not removed any content that claims that Donald Trump has ties to Russia um, and was influenced by Russia. Even though these claims have been investigated and no credible evidence, nothing came of the investigation. Nothing. I mean, we spent almost four years investigating this Russia propaganda hoax. Turns out it was all false and we haven't punished anyone who was involved in propagating those lies and in starting this, pushing this false narrative out. We haven't convicted anybody. Now, if I falsely accuse you of committing a crime and an investigation is done, you know, legal charges, an investigation, and it turns out you didn't. I'm the one who is then charged for falsely filing a police report for lying to, to law enforcement. However, none of that has happened here. So it's really hypocritical for YouTube to, to just now decide, oh, we're going to start pulling content that we, we disagree with when for four years we did not pull content uh, for the same reasons that we claim we're pulling this content. So it's just very hypocritical of YouTube to make this decision. And a lot of people are questioning, why are you making this decision now? Uh, you know, Texas has filed a lawsuit against four battleground states. This is a really big deal. Is it because they don't want that information to get out to you, the public? This is information. um, This is this is basically taking the pipeline of information and squeezing it shut. So you're causing all this information to back up and not be able to get out to consumers of information. This gives uh, this strengthens the hold that the mainstream media has on the public. I'm sure that is that is um, a great influencer to YouTube making this decision. Right. It's, It's YouTube is owned by Google Alphabet. And I am certain that, that the mainstream media networks, that be Fox, CNN, and MSNBC, had a say in NBC, ABC. I said MSNBC. It's really NBC, ABC, Fox, Viacom. Um, they, probably, they probably had a say in this. Disney. And, you know, it's shutting down an avenue for folks to get news. And now you're, you're going to be back to either having to go circle the corners of the internet to find truth... Or you're going to go to the mainstream media and you're going to be fed whatever narrative they decide that you uh, you should get. And, you know, I, this is this is difficult information, which is probably why the the hoax, the fraud, the impropriety is difficult information to swallow, because even this is different, you know, difficult information for normies, normal people. Who, who don't seek out information for them to swallow because they trust ABC, they trust CBS, they trust uh, Fox, they trust CNN. They don't know that they're getting fed a narrative. They're getting fed whatever narrative that from the top down, Uh, that gets fed to the reporters, the reporters report on that narrative, and they choose to ignore facts or alternative viewpoints, and they just feed you one line. And then you, because you trust CNN, you think CNN is news, you take that and you regurgitate it, and now that that false narrative spreads, right? It's propaganda, it's information warfare. So, you know, this is going to play itself out, and I imagine there will be lawsuits from content creators, Again, personally, we were going to start uh, uploading content on our YouTube channel. That is probably going to change. I have zero interest in being silenced. I have zero interest in being um, censored. So I am certain we will find another platform. We're currently looking at Rumble. We're trying to create accounts on Rumble. We'll post videos on there starting at the at the probably middle of the year. Probably probably mid-January. Middle of the year. Mid-January, not middle of the year. We'll probably start mid-January and we'll just go from there. But um, I got to tell you, it, this, this is just... This is serious stuff. And I don't care if you're on the right or the left. I don't care if this benefits you and hurts the other side. I I don't care about any of that. This is very serious. You know, sometimes you have to look at a situation and you have to assess it from a, a critical standpoint and not just from a tribal, you know, you don't want to look at it just as, oh, my tribe benefits from this. So this is okay. You want to look at it critically and you want to go, is this really what's best for the country? Is this really what's best for speech? And if this were on the other foot, how would I be reacting to that? Right. That's why a part of me really wants Donald Trump to 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 call in the Insurrection Act and bring in the military and take over, because I do believe there's been fraud. I've seen enough evidence that has convinced me that there at the very least was mass impropriety. that needs to be an investigation. However, I think in terms of how would that be for the country, and if the other side were, were bringing in the military to seize power, how would I feel? And the answer to that is not very good. Some would argue we are beyond that that line of thinking, and maybe they're, maybe they're right. I want to pivot over. I think that's a very serious story. We will continue to cover it on this channel. Hopefully, uh, uh, others will continue to cover that, because that is very, very serious, and... Um, any censorship of ideas is bad. You don't want to censor ideas. If you disagree with ideas, the worst the worst thing to do is censor them because you'll create a movement. You don't want to create a movement. You don't want to martyr anybody. Um, the left seems to think that censorship is the end all be all. If you cut an idea off at the pass, that idea um, will will lose its steam. Well, you can ask Jesus. You can you can look at Christianity for that, right? When you try and cut off an idea through force, it tends to create martyrs and it tends to grow the idea. It plants more seeds. The idea starts to get shared privately. More people start to hear about it. And then your actions, the fact that you're acting super guilty by trying to censor content, that's, that's something that, I mean, honestly makes you look guilty. And it kind of gives credence to the content. Why are you so afraid of it? Why are you trying to censor it? That is going to create a movement. And I don't think YouTube wants that, but we'll we'll monitor the situation and movement be created because we need free speech in this country, and we need to, to you know, they talk about uh, repealing 230. I think we need to go further than that. We need to break these companies up. It's time for the government to step in and maybe break some of these big companies up because they have way too much power and they are wielding that power like a sword. So it might be time to explore options that are a little more extreme than repealing 230. At uh, 230 you want to keep 230 for the most part because you don't want to to um you don't want to take you know content away and what 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 if you repeal 230 the companies are just going to react by removing content right that that's what they're going to do because they that's how they protect themselves so they'll just start removing content which is what they're doing now conveniently so i want to um I want to pivot uh, because I want to talk about the Texas lawsuit. So I have had a chance to review the lawsuit and I've also had a chance to listen to some really smart people discuss the lawsuit and break it down. Now, I want to let me just back up because you might not know what I'm talking about, especially if if you use YouTube to to get your news. Maybe stuff's getting removed now as we speak and you don't know what I'm talking about. So Texas has actually filed a lawsuit against four battleground states. That would be Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. And in the suit, they claim some very interesting things. The large overall claim that's made is that their their rights are being disenfranchised by constitutional violations made in these various battleground states. And because those violations to their constitution were made to pass election laws, that affects the, the outcome and the result of the election, and if there was fraudulent votes or there was impropriety, then those votes dilute the votes from, from, from states that do follow election laws. That would be like Texas, right? Now, states are in many ways in control of their elections. In many ways, I say, but there are limitations that are provided by the federal, the United States Constitution, and states have to follow that. And, and the biggest one there is that these changes to election process have to be constitutional. They have to go through state legislators because the state legislatures will ultimately determine the electors that are sent. So election law changes must go through the process. Well, in many of these states, what happened is you had governors, you had secretary of states who passed laws not making changes to the Constitution, but maybe changing the way they interpret the Constitution, finding loopholes that they can take advantage of. And, and even in some cases as ridiculous as the sound settling in court to change the law where um, you make uh, voting uh, less secure. You open the door for fraud and impropriety and you, you or you make changes that you don't have time to properly implement. And that affects other states. I think this is a very sound argument. That Texas is making, it's very succinct. The relief that they're asking for is essentially allowing state legislatures to send their own electors. But they're asking, they're also asking as, as kind of a safe um, stop, you know, as a, as a backup plan. They're they're asking for relief for future elections as well. So, what's interesting about this is what's been filed because there is some there is some misinformation going around and there is some confusion. So right now it is just Texas. Texas is the only plaintiff in the case and. Um, There are other states, seven I believe, who have indicated they will join on to the lawsuit. The Trump campaign has said that they're going to intervene, which means they're essentially joining in in the lawsuit. But... Right now, the only thing that Texas is asking for is the right to file the complaint. They're basically saying, if we file this complaint with the Supreme Court, will the Supreme Court take it up? And that's what the Supreme Court is deciding right now. Once that decision has been made, and we may know tomorrow, Thursday, if you're listening to this later, that would have been, you might already know, but that would be Thursday, 1210. We may know the answer on Thursday. And... This is a very tricky situation for the Supreme Court because I don't know how you don't take this up if you're the court. I mean, there seems to be legal standing for Texas to to make these claims um, and the various other states that may end up jo- joining in, but... Uh, I, this is a very tricky case, man. I mean, you've got one state going after other states. It'll be very interesting to hear the responses from the defendant states in this case. I think Texas makes a very sound argument. Most of the legal minds that I have asked, I have inquired of, and that I have listened to kind of break this down and explain it seem to agree. This is probably Trump's best shot um, for multiple reasons. One, it is a very sound lawsuit. When you read it, it makes absolute sense. They make assertions that, that are factual and, and that are that are pretty crazy in all honesty. Um, You know, when you factor in all the bellwethers and you factor in the idea that Trump was up the night of the election, believe it or not, Joe Biden had won in in a a quadruple chance. Um, When I said quadruple, I forget the actual, um, um, uh, you know, name for it but but he had a it was a massive chance chance of of him not winning and he somehow pulled it off it's statistically impossible basically well not impossible but highly 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 improbable that he would be able to pull that off and he did and texas is calling that into question because that's just not normal so so really what texas is asking for ultimately is yeah they're asking for state legislatures to be the ones to make the choice but they're also asking for time to investigate because they feel like that's the most important thing now i would say Many people in America feel like that is, in fact, the most important thing. We need an investigation because we need to know that we can trust our um, we need to know that we can trust our elections. And that's what Texas is asserting. Now, I don't know what happens if the, the court decides not to hear this. What do you do? You've got multiple states now that feel like they're disenfranchised. You've got 74 million people who feel like they've been disfra- disenfranchised. Um, if you listen to Rasmussen, half the country feels that way. So I don't know. What you do, Um, but make no mistake about it. We now have a set of states that are doing legal battle with another set of states. I don't know how you don't call that civil war. We were certainly in an information war, but I actually think that we are in a cold civil war right now and um, the, the, the temperature is just rising, right? Now, I don't know if we'll ever go to war, physical war. I think when we think of war, we always think of two factions picking up guns and shooting at each other. But there are certainly different types of warfare. And you see it right now. Information war is real. You know, uh, certain um, entities are trying to control the narrative. They're trying to control the, the way that we receive information and what information we receive. They're doing studies on how information psychologically affects me. And then they're releasing information to to play on on the results of those studies um it's informational warfare it's psyops it's it's all of that stuff mixed into one and if you don't think it's happening now you you really should take an objective look at, at the world and what's happening and part of that ties into this lawsuit right propaganda they're trying to to take power you know both sides want power and they're fighting for it now you can decide which side you think is right. I know I've decided and I've made it very clear that I think there was impropriety and fraud. It needs to be investigated. I think the best thing for the country is Donald Trump taking another four years because I see China's influence in our government. And, and I mentioned it on yesterday's show. I'll reiterate it again. There's a video going around that Tucker Carlson did. I think you should watch it. We see, we see evidence that Eric Swalwell has been uh, um, compromised by a Chinese spy that he may or may not have engaged in a sexual relationship with. And uh, he should, at the very least, be taken off of any intelligence committees that he's a part of. He should be probably taken out of office at this point. There's certainly enough evidence there for you to question Eric Swalwell and whether or not he's loyal to this country. There, uh, Dianne Feinstein is another one who has uh, ties, supposedly uh, Chinese spies were tied to her. Um, There's there's many, many more when you start looking into media outlets and you see that CCP, you know, the CCP was funding certain media outlets. China, Chinese money is in Wall Street. It's everywhere. China is uh, taking over the United States of America and they're doing so very quietly and they're using universities to brainwash our children. That's how you get Antifa, because they feed them with all this crap, because the goal is not to get them to sympathize with the CCP. The goal is to infect them so that they so that in, in a sense you're infecting the country. And then the country will will blow itself up. That's that's what they're hoping for. And they, boy, they, they might be getting it. And that's where I'm at with all of this. Is I'm like, weird, because I see the left, and, and I do view the left as an enemy. I don't think there's any hope of unifying. But what fears me is, is this what China wants? Are we being manipulated by the CCP and hating the other side? Because I don't like being a tool or a puppet either. I mean, that's one of the reasons why... I am conservative and I consider myself right wing, whatever that means these days, because I I refuse to be a sheep. And I can see that the left is trying to push a narrative on me when I when I think about it and I, I use logic. I can break down every argument they make. None of it makes any sense. It's not real. It's not the real world that I live in. So I can't prescribe to that theology, but certain people do and certain people have a dogmatic response to it. And those are the ones who are out there burning down businesses. They've been completely taken advantage of, brainwashed, and they're doing the will of, of someone. And, and maybe that someone is the CCP. So I look at this as not the left versus the right. We are well beyond that. We're now in the realm of the CCP versus the United States of America. And that's why I think Donald Trump has to win, because Donald Trump cannot be compromised. They even said so in the video that Tucker Carlson played. And it was some Chinese uh, university professor who's also tied to the government who was speaking about individuals that are compromised. He does name drop Joe Biden, but um, he essentially says that Trump could not be compromised. And that's why they had to get him out. This was the most important election, not just for the United States of America, but for the communist party of China as well, probably in China's history. Joe Biden takes office on January 20th. The CCP has four years now to, to get in there and do mass damage. Cause Joe Biden certainly isn't going to stop him. When you look at his cabinet, he's going to be very sympathetic to China. Very. It's scary stuff. It really is. That might be the scariest of all of this. So I don't know what happens with these tech. this Texas case. I'm going to circle back to that. But I will say it is it's a pretty good case. It's pretty solid. I do think the court is going to take it. I think that they're going to feel obligated to take it. I think they're going to take it. And I think you're going to have, you know, at the very least, eight to ten states on this lawsuit. And we'll see how it all plays out. I think it's you know, for the longest time I've suspected, and I've heard other people say this, that the CCP, or not the CCP, I'm sorry, uh, that the Trump campaign was just buying time. You know, their lawsuits were, were semi-questionable, so they were just buying time. And I think maybe this is what they were buying time for. Um, I, I think that's that's that might be true. But we'll see. We're going to see how it all plays out and on this show. Of course, we're going to cover it. We're going to talk about it again. We probably won't end up on YouTube, but we'll end up somewhere doing video and hopefully you guys will follow us there. So listen, just, uh, you know, be careful. I mean, I'm going to say this. I'm going to end the show today with this warning. I want you to be careful with the information that you are um, consuming. I want you to make sure and go right to the source for things, vet information that you are getting. Make sure that you're getting solid information, even from right-wing outlets that you might trust. Because i got to tell you, I've, I've seen some misinformation out there, even from individuals on our own side. So it's hard to trust anything. So just be leery of information that you're getting. Make sure that you check the sources that that information is coming from. And if you can, if you have the ability to, make sure you go directly to the source. But I want to thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Please, again, share the show, like the show, comment on the show, do whatever you can to support the show because we really, really do appreciate it. We need to support conservative voices. I always try to mention shows that I find that I enjoy. Um, So please uh, do the same with this show if if you like it. Uh, Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys again next time.